Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we're doing Breaches of the Week, and because it's kind of a slow week here in the United States this past week due to our holiday of Thanksgiving, there's not that many to report, but they definitely did come out from all over the world, and here's what's going on. And as always, I want to thank the following people that sent me this information, and that would be Barrett Peterson... Chris Fellon, Abdul Rothma, and Kathy Ryan. Thank you very much. And if you have a tip for me, please send it my way, and I will give you a shout-out here and on my nationally syndicated radio show as well. And with that, let's dive right in. No time to lose. Let's start with Canada, specifically CoinSquare, one of Canada's largest cryptocurrency exchanges. The exchange just emailed customers on November 25th to report a data incident in which an unauthorized third party accessed a customer database containing personal information. We are talking about customer names, email addresses, residential addresses, phone numbers, dates of birth, device IDs, uh, public wallet addresses, transaction history, and account balances. So if you use CoinSquare, heads up to you. Moving on. Let's talk about UMaine at Augusta, and this is kind of an amusing one. The Portland Press-Herald basically just reported that a technical glitch happened this past Thursday, Thanksgiving, potentially allowing students to change grades and view confidential information. So if you go to the University of Maine at Augusta, you could be valedictorian if you got this one early. Moving on. Let's talk about Pennsylvania's based, uh, Pennsylvania-based Gateway Rehabilitation Center. They just notified 130,000 individuals of a data breach they discovered in June of this year. We're talking names, birth dates, social security numbers, medical info, health insurance information, and financial account information of current and former patients that were potentially compromised. <clears throat> so heads up to you. Gateway Rehabilitation Center patients. Moving on, let's talk about Right in Philippus. I don't know what they do, but on November 18th, Right in Philippus reported a data breach with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights. Well, that just explains it. They are obviously uh, healthcare. Totally forgot that. They also had to uh, basically uh, notify the California Attorney General. They learned of a ransomware attack. Now, according to this breach, we are talking about names. Dates of birth, patient numbers, social security, financial account numbers, and health insurance information being compromised. They recently sent out breach notices to all those affected. Moving on, let's talk about the county of Tihama, California, because an investigation revealed that an unauthorized third party had access to the county systems between November 18th of last year through April 9th of this year. Files essentially were accessed in their infrastructure, and here we are. So we are talking about names, addresses, uh, birth dates, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, and the details about the services that impacted individuals might have received from their social services department. So heads up to you if you've received social services from Tihama, California. Moving on. Let's talk about Home Trust Mortgage because on November 23rd, uh, basically they reported a data breach to the Attorney General of Montana. And what we are talking about here is uh, names, addresses, social security numbers of certain customers being compromised. They also sent out breach notices as well. So heads up if you use Home Trust for all your mortgage needs. Moving on, let's talk about Gate Petroleum Company, because on November 9th, they reported a data breach to the Maine, uh, Maine's Attorney General after they learned an unauthorized party had gained access to sensitive information stored on their network. And according to Gate, we're talking names and social security numbers of individuals. They also sent out breach notices. Moving on. And this is amusing and sad at the exact same time. We're going to be talking about Air Asia. Now, they got hit with a ransomware attack and the criminals stole information about their staff and passengers. But then 
the ransomware gang went another step and told the world that Air Asia's IT infrastructure was so chaotic, poorly secured, and downright irritating that they refused to repeat the attack, saying other attackers will be able to easily get in and can sort out this mess, but you were such a pain in the butt to break into, not because you were hard hardened or defended, but because you were so unbelievably open. Everything's a hot mess on the inside, which should terrify any AirAsia travelers if you are uh, basically storing any information or flying with them. Hopefully their operations regarding their airplane maintenance are a lot better than their IT infrastructure. So funny, amusing, sad, and terrifying all at the same time. Moving on. Let's talk about state-backed Chinese hackers because they launched a spear phishing campaign to deliver customized malware stored in Google Drive accounts to government research and academic uh, organizations worldwide. Now, these attacks were observed between March uh, through October of this year, and the researchers attributed this to the cyber espionage group out of China known as Mustang Panda. They're also known as Bronze President or TA416. Now, according to researchers at Trend Micro, this threat group targets mostly organizations in Australia, Japan, Taiwan, Myanmar, and the Philippines. So heads up to you if you have anything to do with government or academia in those countries. China is looking to break into your life. Moving on. Let's talk about the UK's Metropolitan Police because they sent out text messages to mobile users who they believe spoke with basically criminal criminals or fraudsters pretending to be their bank. Now, Met Commissioner Sir Mark Rowley described a quote-unquote enormous endeavor in gathering evidence after the discovery of an online fraud network. There have been more than 100 arrests so far and one man at the moment has been charged. Over 70,000 potential victims have already been contacted by the Metropolitan Police. So if you get a text saying or a contact saying, hey, this is the UK's Metro Police, heads up, you may have uh, basically had some fraud on your bank account. And finally, like I said, it was a short week and I went looking. Uh, finally, finally, we've got two different finalists for you. First one's first is Twitter. Obviously, Twitter's been in the news due to Elon Musk. But if you recall, I reported on a massive data breach uh, a while back of five plus million users getting hit. We now have an update and it's a lot worse than was originally reported. So that massive uh, Twitter data breach that happened late last year exposed more than five, as I mentioned, more than five million phone numbers and email addresses is worse. Now, there's new evidence that the same security vulnerability was exploited by multiple bad actors and the hacked data had been offered for sale on several dark websites, uh, basically by several different sources, meaning Everybody found this vulnerability. Everybody hacked and scraped, uh, you know, Twitter. Maybe some people are using it for phishing campaigns. Maybe some are selling it. Whatever it is, those 5 million or more were hacked and their data was taken by multiple criminal organizations around the globe. That's obviously a huge problem. And as Twitter is attempting to spin up end-to-end -end encrypted messaging, uh, something I talked about, I believe, in my last video slash podcast or two days ago or three days ago or so, this obviously is a, is a black eye for that. Uh, Twitter obviously going through a lot of internal consternation right now as Elon Musk is shaking things up. Whether you like that or hate that, that's literally what's going on. And finally, finally, I want to talk about WhatsApp because I have been saying this forever. I've done multiple videos and podcasts and talked about this on my radio show that WhatsApp is not nearly as secure as Facebook claims to be, and we have some new news that really underscores that. Now, as reported by Cyber News, someone uh, is selling to, uh, a, 20, a 2022, 2022 database of 487 million 
WhatsApp mobile numbers. This includes accounts from 84 countries, US, UK, Russia, Egypt, on and on and on and on. Apparently, uh, if we're looking here at the United States, there are 32 million records of that, 11 million from the UK, and on and on. WhatsApp, for the record, has about 2 billion monthly active users worldwide, and obviously that is putting about half a billion of their users at risk. That is a staggering number. Now, Cyber News also points out the leaked accounts all belong to active WhatsApp users. So if you've been banned or you've shut down your WhatsApp account, and interestingly enough, I had a WhatsApp account for 24 hours, roughly, uh, to talk to uh, members of, uh, you know, members of Ukraine's government earlier this year, and that got actually shut down as I was communicating with them, and Facebook wouldn't give me that back. So obviously we moved to, you know, Signal and other things, but, but this is a huge thing. So my account, obviously, in WhatsApp is not active. I would not be part of this breach because I literally had this account for 24 hours and now it's dead so it is possible though that the seller obtained this uh basically this information these phone numbers by scraping that basically refers to harvesting information at a large scale that obviously violates whatsapp's terms of service the question is if this is so secure why on earth would would scraping even be uh capable on their on their site directly the seller also revealed that they are selling just the U.S. data, 32 million phone numbers, for $7,000. WhatsApp's parent company, uh, Meta, formerly Facebook, has not issued a statement on this. And this is basically, uh, this type of information, I should say, is usually um, used for things like phishing attacks. Meaning if they get your secure WhatsApp phone number, they can try phishing you through this. Or maybe some kind of fraud, maybe send out spam or send you an infection because you can send infections over these kinds of things. And so if you're an active WhatsApp user, beware of unknown numbers trying to message you or call you on that platform. Obviously, that's a huge thing. WhatsApp is not nearly as secure as Facebook talks about it. And this is just another nail in the coffin as I've been talking about this one for literally years. Those were your breaches of the week. Were you affected? Let me know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.